Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley. Gets up at 6.30 a.m. Brooke Roberts. And I got up about 10 minutes ago. This is the podcast. Woo! Um, folks, we hope you had a nice weekend. We hope you went over there and listened to our September Patreon bonus apps. Uh, we dropped the last of the two a couple of days ago on there. So if you haven't checked that feed, go check it. Reality Blows over there on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Reality Blows. Now, the reason I bring that up so forcefully, so quickly, is because Ashley and I are about to embark on a very, very busy, busy time. Are we not, Ash? It's true. Life's been turned upside down, twisted around, flipped um, back again. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks for picking picking up the slack. Now, what Ashley's trying to say is we're about to move across the country. We are moving um, between the the beginning, the, the middle of October to the middle of November. I mean, that's going to be basically our the time in which we will be most busy, right? We got to pack. We got to sell. We got to organize. We got to think about our future selves. We got to mourn our past selves. We got a lot to do for the next five, six, seven weeks. And so what we're not going to do is Patreon episodes. In fact, we're going to just shut down the Patreon. We're shutting it down, folks. So what does that mean for you? Well, that means you have until around November 1st to uh, pay us five bucks to go into our Patreon feed and listen to all 42 episodes before they go away forever. Binge those apps. And you could also think of it as like, a, hey, here's a five bucks from a fan who's been listening to you guys for five years uh, and, uh, and, and here you go, uh, spend it on some coffee traveling across the country with your cat. And so, uh, I know there'll probably be a couple of you that, uh, maybe didn't hear, we announced this over on Patreon, uh, last week, but it, maybe you didn't hear about it and maybe you're upset about it and yada, 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 but we may be back in that form at some point, but, uh, rest assured, we're going to keep the Monday show going. Uh, we just can't manage to do more than that right now. I mean, it's hard for us to do it when we're not that busy. We're downsizing. We're downsizing uh, possessions, responsibilities, and podcast episodes. We did not do the challenge this year. <laughs> right, right. We're cutting off the Patreon, but the Monday show holds strong with your support. With your support. Now, uh, what I would do is I would do just that. I'd, I'd pay my favorite podcasters five bucks and I'd just go for like the next couple of weeks and listen to all their podcasts and then be like, boom, I just listened to 40 podcasts for five bucks. That's pretty good. Um, you can go ahead and do that. Or you could just continue to not do that and just listen to us every Monday. So what is it's that your like? choice. Is that like 20 cents an episode? Oh, yeah. Something like I mean, that. I have no idea. Um, so guys, we've had a big week, a big TV week, a big life week, you know, it's hard to know exactly what to talk about, but there's one thing that must be addressed at the beginning of the episode, and that is, of course, the Big Brother finale. It happened last week. If you've been following us um, and our our journey with this, ep- with this season, season 23, you know that we were both all in. Um, in the beginning, we really enjoyed the Cookout Alliance, and then I fell off a couple weeks ago when, uh, you know, my fave, Tiffany, got voted out, and I saw Kyland and some of the guys in the house doing things that can only be described as distasteful, and I said to Nick, I'm not going to watch anymore. I'm done. I'm done watching not only this season, 
but this franchise. I'm out forever. And I don't know what it is about little uh, Golden Tongue Nick over here, but he somehow talked me back into watching the finale. Uh, No, I don't think I did. I, I think that you just kind of got hooked by the fact that did, was that the reason that you watched the finale? I thought you kind of just got hooked on your own. You know what it is? I do want to give you props for it. Please because do. you were sort of like, um, you brought it up every time. Are you sure yeah. you don't want to watch? You sure you don't want to watch the next episode? Well, there's nothing worse than watching something like this alone. You know what I mean? And nothing, right. nothing against anybody who's watching this stuff alone. But, I mean, I was with you on how, yes, we got to the cookout. That was very exciting. Uh, it was the final six. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it it did go down in excitement once the cookout was there uh, and in effect and they had uh, made history because then the least my least favorite people in the cookout started to kind of rise to the top of the, right. of the house. And that was a bummer. And that's exactly why you left. But as I was the keeping misogyny, up, as I was keeping up with the show, I started to realize that, wait, America feels the same way we do. I think the jurors feel the same way we do. And yes, I do believe Xavier should win this game. And if he doesn't, that's going to be a shame because pretty much everybody else in the house does not deserve it. As much as Xavier just capitalized on somebody else's plan and kind of rode the plan all the way to the end and then tried to claim that he was the uh, author of this plan in some way or that he was the most important person in this plan, that was not the case. But only he and the three other, two other dumbasses in the house kind of ate that up no one thought everybody else that had all of the information had left the house now i still think xavier should have won the game because guess what it's big brother you get there any way you can you, you mean out of the three xavier should have won the game when it came down to the final three you're not saying out of every house out of final guest, four i believe xavier should have won the game you, you think kylan no, should have won the game no 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 i i, I so final but not out of final six well, two went home on the final six in one day. We didn't get to see them play the game. We saw Tiffany and Hannah play the game all season. What do you no, mean no, we didn't, we didn't get, get to see, see them play, them play fin- the cookout final six? The- right. Tiffany went home and then in a double, yeah. Hannah went home. And now we're down to the final four who are idiots. Right. So, <laughs> um, except for Xavier. He's a real smart guy and he rode that shit to the end and he made sure that he was the person that was going to be there no matter what. Um, everybody else kind of proved to be a dud or kind of dumb. So he needed to win this game or this would have been really bad. So I even though I I didn't feel like Xavier was a fan favorite, I didn't feel like Xavier was my favorite at all of the four people that were left of the cookout after the cookout made final six. I was like, oh, it's got to be Xavier. Kyland is insufferable. Okay, I mean, he was the most poisonous dude in that game. He's the demise of the season, some might say, for voting out, for orchestrating Tiffany and Hannah's eviction. Big D was pretty lazy and also, like, he either believed the shit that he was saying or he really thought other people were dumb enough to believe that he had something to do with the creation of the cookout in, like, a real way. Except for like people thinking of him as the ultimate goat, goat meaning somebody you bring in is definitely not going to win, which, spoiler alert, happened. He didn't realize that. The self-awareness is bad. If you're not self-aware in the Big Brother house, you look like a fool. Yeah. He looked like a fool, and he was a jerk. He called America's favorite player a bitch, and he lost everybody there. And he just didn't back down off of his views on that, and it even post-game he didn't. So he's... A villain in my eyes. And then you have Aza, who could have done stuff. And really, she 
chose to evict Hannah when she had powers to do something else, also did not back down off of that in post-game interviews, didn't think that was a wrong move, even though Hannah was ready to help her get to the final three. Uh, Hannah, being my second favorite player in the game, hurt me personally to see that go down. That was the worst eviction in the entire thing. Yes, Tiffany's was bad, but Tiffany's at least you saw it coming. Right. You knew it was you were bracing yourself for it. The Hannah, Hannah with the double evict happening at the hands of Aza, just painful. And it just made me look at Aza like, you fool. Like, yeah. you know, you, you rode with the guys. The guys are getting rid of you. Yeah. And then her whole fucking scheme of being like, I'm okay with final three. Oh, that's awful. Not in a game like this. You can't. Do that. No one wants to root for you. Right. Why'd you play this game? You don't even make any money at final three. You're you're a fool. So uh who am I gonna vote? Who, who then you got Xavier just capitalizing off of the fact that he is smarter than everybody else around him. Yeah, he really just did a great job of kind of laying low, playing the role that he needed to play, and things fell into his lap as the game went on. But I'm realizing something as you're talking, which is we're wondering how did I get back into watching the final? What brought me back in? You know what it was, Nick? Do you want to take a guess? Well, I, what I was originally leading to was I think what I was trying to sell on you is that when the live final happens, there's going to be comeuppance. People are going to tell Xavier and, and people are going to tell Big D and people are going to tell Kyland that they were assholes yeah. and that they were fools and they, that they, they weren't being, uh, uh, they, they weren't who America wanted to win. They aren't the stars. Uh, and that's what I was waiting for for the live final was for Julie Chen to be like, hey, uh, Kylan, why are you such an asshole? And Kylan to go, huh? What do you mean? Because he doesn't understand that he was an asshole yet. Or somebody being Julie like. Julie Chen Moonves. Right. Way. Yeah. And somebody being like, uh, hey, or, or somebody telling Xavier, like, Xavier, you won the game. And how does it feel to win the game that uh, Tiffany uh uh, created for you or how does it feel to cut Tiffany which was your best move because Tiffany would have won this game because she was the best I was waiting for these sort of loaded questions these loaded questions came in spades so I was uh, a big fan of the live final and that's what I was hoping for and that's what I was pushing for for you to watch because I was like I think you're gonna feel good after this mm. and then once we started seeing just like you know you mentioned that like Famous people were retweet like famous, you know, reality people were retweeting the Tiffany mm -hmm. thing and all fans were getting people on Twitter who to uh, like the cast that was not in the jury to come back and ask these questions. And it was all Tiffany related. I think it started to become a safer bet for you to watch this because at least Tiffany was going to get something out of it. I needed Tiffany to get something out of it. And also I got very into America's favorite player. My mom got my mom to vote for America's favorite player a few times, got Emma to vote for it, got Joe. I was texting friends, please vote Tiffany 97979. I was reminding you every day. So once I kind of took on the responsibility of the person in my friend group and family who was going to really ride hard for Tiffany getting AFP, I had to see whether or not it played out in the end. And luckily, folks, it did. She got America's Favorite Player. If you voted for her, congratulations. Felt so good to see her rewarded in that way. And now I'm, I'm going through a little bit of Big Brother withdrawal because I feel like when the season's on, you have so much content to constantly be refreshing on. I mean, the feeds alone provide 24-7 
entertainment and information. Now you put in Twitter, put in the Twitter feed, all the BB stands constantly giving their hot takes, constantly getting the, um, the clips from the feed and sharing them on the internet. Every morning I was waking up, checking BB Twitter, seeing what happened. And now it's like, I got to get a life or something. I'm a little lost and I'm thinking about making some goals. What are your goals? I don't know. Have a career, start a family, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, it goes from watching Big Brother to that. How about just watching Survivor once a week? That's yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, but doesn't it feel like Survivor, like now that we've started Survivor, aren't you like there should be three episodes a week? Like I want more Survivor content. I can't believe we have to do one episode a week, one one little dinky episode a week. There's no, no feeds on the island. Put some cameras in the trees. No, I hate the the three episodes a week. I wish there was one live episode a week and then you could just listen to what's happening on the feeds each day or watch the feeds each day. I hate the Sunday app. I hate the Wednesday app. I don't want to see it. It's fine. You know why? Because I don't really like the competitions in Big Brother. So I don't like, I don't think they're fun or exciting. They're fun when, because it's just like, oh shit, it's happening right now. And it's just like, oh, and then that person won. You're like, who won? You're like, oh, Wow. I don't think, you know, they're unedited, you know, sometimes, you know, when the HOH, so it's just like, it's not edited for drama. You're like, wait, wait, who dropped off? What? And then all of a sudden it's just like you have a winner and you're like, how did that happen? You know, it's, I don't like how many episodes there are of Big Brother. I really don't. I like that there's somebody, there's, you know, a way to watch, you know, live if you wanted to, but I don't, in the future of this game, based on how we did sort towards the second half of the season because you weren't watching any longer. I think I'm just going to watch the live evictions and then just kind of keep up with the feeds as I like to during the day. I don't need to see, cause I did that pretty much when you bailed. I didn't really watch this. I definitely didn't watch the Sunday episodes because once you're watching the Sunday episodes and even sometimes on the Wednesday episodes, you're like the stuff that is happening on this show happened days ago. Mm. It's like I've gotten over this and there's been so much gameplay since then. I don't need to see the visual version of this. So I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess I, I, I guess I'm not a big I'm not a casual viewer any longer. I don't want to I don't want to watch this shit in, in real time that way. I want to watch it in real time my way now. Survivor just started. It's perfect. You get a, you know, a, an hour episode. Uh, it's edited perfectly. Um, you know, there's no spoilers really that I'm tripping over online uh, like you do with Big Brother because it's such a live event. It's easy for me to watch. I just pop it on when I want to. No commercials. DVR. Loving it. I'd like some um I'd like some additional survivor content. Like I'd like there to be some sort of maybe uh interviews that happen that get put online on on Sundays, something like that, a check-in with the players. That could be pretty interesting, I suppose. It could be something. I mean, I'm sure that my big brother withdrawal will pass in a couple of weeks. I'm just feeling it so strong right now. But luckily, there's been uh, something here at the home to distract me, which is the wonderful changing of the season. It's officially fall. I went to North Carolina and Virginia like um, the last week of September, and it was still summer when I left New Jersey. So this was like September 22nd. It was officially still summer, and it also felt like it was summer. And then I came back, and it's now everything's fall. Everything is freaking fall. I went and met a friend 
friend for lunch in Princeton, which is like an hour from here. And um, the leaves were changing, Nick. There were there was fall foliage, foliage out and about. Foliage. It was fall foliage out and about. Fo- foliage. Foliage. Anyway, I like the crispness. I had my first uh, pumpkin not, spice coffee. I have to say, it's not. A, I went and got coffees this morning for us down the street. I found it's not that crisp. I find it, it to be incredibly it, crisp. It's it's humid and muggy. It's humid and muggy out right now. Oh, it, today? Okay, yes, I haven't to, been outside yet. You got to get out there. Yesterday it's was gross. very crisp. Yesterday I did not go outside at all. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't go outside. I watched about 11 hours of uh, professional sports. But uh, today it was disgusting out when I went outside. And uh, I was expecting it to be like, like, you look out this window right now and you're like, wow, can't believe October is so crisp. And then you go outside and it just feels like you're kind of souping it up out there. It's just mm. not, it's not, it's not, Gosh. it's not fun. Yesterday um, was so wonderful. I leaves out- changing. You should have gone outside. They changed back. I went outside. All the leaves changed back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, anyway, so I guess we did. We mentioned a little bit of uh, Survivor. Let's talk a little bit about because we have we are traditionally a reality television program here. Yeah. Um, and so we, you didn't like my transition into our personal lives? Nah, because <laughs> I want to get all this TV talk out of the way because it, I feel like it's kind of something that we do together, and it's why we started the podcast in the first place. And we watched so much of it, <laughs> so let's just knock some of this shit out. Okay. We're all caught up on all the shows we like. Okay, as we just mentioned, Big Brother, all done. Even though Ashley's still watching Big Brother content, which I find fascinating that like she wouldn't. She refused to refuse to refuse. And I'm like, come on, please. I'm knee deep in Big Brother. I have no one to talk to it about. And then you're like, no, no, no. But then you got back in when Tiffany won America's Favorite Player. And now I'm like, ah, it's all over. And every day I wake up and you're like, hey, did you hear about Alyssa? And I'm like, Alyssa? Who the hell is Alyssa? You're like, Alyssa. Alyssa and Christian broke up. I'm like, how the hell do you know that? It's over. Like, well, I was on Alyssa's uh, Twitter feed the other day. And they were, I was like, I can't believe, like, what is the, are you now, feel like these are your friends or something? Well, the cast is continuing to hang out. So they, like, they're in some millionaire's mansion that they have been in for the past four days. They're watching the season together. And no cast has ever done that. So they rented a house together? No, they're in that guy's house who I I was like, who is this guy? And you're like, I don't know. And I Googled him and he's like an American Idol winner or something. Like, he's there, all staying in his house. He's sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. They're watching the season. They're making a lot of TikToks, doing a lot of Instagram lives, Are they having the time of their life. Who's who's killing it on TikTok? Aza has started a TikTok. It looks like Hannah's posting a lot of like of them dancing, doing like TikTok dances. Is Xavier and Big D hanging with everybody? Xavier's not there. <sighs> He's never going to see them ever again. He looks like he hates them. He he's did so leave serious. Pretty quickly. He's so, he's probably just hates uh, uh, Kylan. Is Kylan there? Yes, Kylan's there. Yeah, I wouldn't be there too. If Derek I was there. X is there. That's something we didn't talk about, which was the Kylan exit. Did you watch that or live, yes. or did I have to? Tell no, you about it? I watched it. I watched the tape. You told me about it. You were like, "This is the wildest." Because I, it's at that wild. point, I had sworn it off. It's wild. If I was Xavier, I, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, he had a lot of uh, uh, restraint not to just slap this guy as he walked out the house, but. Oh, anyway, well, big, transitioning from Big Brother, even though Ashley's kind of still stuck, we did mention that Survivor's happening, too. We're all caught up on Survivor. Survivor, if you're not watching this season, they've kind of switched up a few things. Uh, it's now only like 26 days. It used to be 39 days, mm. something like that, mm-hmm. right? It was like day 39. Yeah, like is it 29 days? days? It's something like that. It's, it's in, in the, the 20s. 20s. And it's... um. 
I was like, you know, Ashley didn't like it. No. As soon as she found out that there was going to be, it was going to be a shorter amount of time, you immediately were like, huh? I don't like this. I like that it stretches out that the time feels long enough for you to lose yourself in there. Now it's just like, I just, it feels, if it's 26 days, it's like, I only got to make it 26 days. It's not the same as like moving over 30 days. You've moved into that island. Under 30 days, you're on vacation. So... <laughs> But they're not, they don't even, they're not even given any rice this time. Yeah. They get no rice, no flint, no nothing. Like, they're, they're, it's like supposed to be like a supercharged sort of version of one of these seasons. I can't really tell why they've shortened the days and made it more, um, made it harder. Uh, we did watch the, like the first episode, there were like random twists, like for like the first hour and a half of the thing until all right. of a sudden the tribal councils started going. Well, shortening this, you know, the season, that's probably saves them a million dollars just in terms of like insurance, film crew, editing, blah, blah, blah. So just that alone helps their bottom line. Any idea when this was filmed? No idea. Because the way it, it looks, you know, Jeff's got really long hair. Mm. Like every the whole beginning of like meeting everybody, it was just like, I can't believe I'm standing here without a mask on. It does feel like this was filmed like in 2020. I would say this feels like like March, April, May of 2021, like right when the vaccine's coming out. Right, but no one's vaccinated probably on this show. I'm really? Guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing no one's vaccinated when they did it. The way they yeah. were speaking it was like yeah. they had, no one had been out of their homes. Jeff does have like full on pandemic hair yes, happening. Yes, quarantine hair. Like yeah. it's not suiting it's not it doesn't suit him well he kind of looks, looks like weird. elegant elliot often look up who that is he looks odd <laughs> it's throwing me off um so yes uh it's it's very it kind of threw me back till about a year ago like the way everybody was kind of i can't believe i'm seeing another person i'm like yeah well, okay i've been so. stuck in my house for a year binging survivor <laughs> yes, it's like yes. we all have we did uh so I kind of I kind of enjoyed that though, but I do like that it's a little kind of supercharged. And there's some other twist in which not a twist, but there's a SurvivorGWG.com thing or something. Game within the game. Yes, then they they keep flashing that on the screen, and apparently there's some puzzles like rhombus puzzles or something, or not yeah. rhombus uh, rebus yeah puzzles that show up on the screen. Which I saw one in the second episode. I don't remember seeing it in the first. I guess you can solve it at home, but they keep pitching it to to our younger survivors out there as if like if you plan on being on this show, this is for you. Yeah. Which I was like, why are they limiting their why are they limiting it? To be honest, it is the reason I haven't looked it up. Me too. Yeah, because they're saying it's for kids. And then I just instinctually, I'm like, well, that's not for me then. If it had just been for anyone, for the survivors at home, right, you know, right. I would have already looked it up. Um, but I don't think I'm going to. Me neither. And, and that's just that. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, on Big Brother, I'm like reading a Twitter feed for three hours. <laughs> like, uh, But Survivor can't get me to do that. And that's what I like about Survivor. I now, guess that is the additional content that I'm begging Survivor Yeah, that's for. what I'm saying. I thought you would at least have gotten curious enough. No, he pitched it for the children. He did. Yeah. But I thought he also pitched it to children who want to be on the show. Like mm. it has something to do with like, you, we'll get your answers. And if you're really good, like we'll put you in a lottery and maybe you'll be on a kid's version of this show. I didn't think that at all. I thought it was just like for my young survivors out there, like yeah. for the young fans. So, Ashley, we've watched the two episodes. Mm -hmm. One was a kind of a double ep. It was a mm -hmm. two-hour episode. The second was a, our regular length episode. 
how do you think it is? I mean, you, you didn't you didn't like the idea that it was a shortened season, but now that you're seeing how it's playing out, how, how do you like it? I don't. I, I still feel like shortening the season. I don't know if how I, if I'm behind that, but I do like all these twists. I like that people keep getting like picked up and taken to a, a different location, and then they have to make a decision in secret. And they're you know, I like that there's all of these things that are happening. I'm finding this particular um, immunity idol to be really interesting, the hidden one, like the way that the guy's got to say the same phrase over and yeah. over again. So there are three tribes. Each tribe has a a third of an immunity idol hidden on their part of the island. When you find that uh, and third... The, it's you, not activated until all three have been right. found. So you have to find it, and then at the next mission or at the next uh, competition, you have to say like the phrase that pays, basically, like on a radio station. You have to say like a random non sequitur. And when you say that, the other people on the, who have the immunity idols, if they found them, will will come back and say another phrase that pays. And then the third, if they... They're, uh, if they found it, say it at the same time. And once all three phrases are said in succession, then the immunity idols become activated. Mm. So we actually saw on the second episode, somebody found one and wanted to see if somebody else found them, obviously, and Xander, and he goes to the competition and he says, um, I'm starting to think that the butterflies are just trapped souls. Our visits from dead relatives. Oh, yes, and then like, <laughs> and then... uh Everybody's, everybody's like, like, huh? And he's uh, like, ah, it's been hot. And then, uh, you know, I'm going through stuff. Yeah. And everybody's like, okay. You know, yeah. like he actually did it really well. He did. He's like, I, I haven't been getting sleep, Jeff. I've been yes. staying up all night. It's made me think that, uh, starting to think that butterflies are visits from dead relatives. And then the, uh, one of the other ones that I can remember are like broccoli just look like little trees. Yeah. And I don't remember what the third one is, but they're all kind of weird phrases. So yes, it is an interesting twist. Now here's the thing. This is what we don't know. And this is what's interesting about survival and their twists is like we never know really the rules of it so like okay what if Xander who we know found his part of the immunity gets voted off and he almost got voted off on the last episode he gets voted off is that it do we not have an immunity idol on this game or does that is, do they rehide it and somebody else has to find it you know um what if a third person never finds it. You just don't have an immunity idol for the rest. What if the merge happens or the swap happens, you know, you know, before all that stuff happens? So it's like if there is going to be a swap, there's also rumors there may not be a merge. You may just be riding with your team to the end and then a three-person tribal since it's a condensed season. Mm, that's so, that's unfair for like the team that does the worst in the beginning because then you have no one from your team on jury. But we're really leaving out the worst part here, which is that like, yeah, will the will the idol work? You know, if someone gets voted out, blah, blah, blah. That's not the issue. The issue is if you have a third of this idol, right? If you have one third of it, you do not get a vote in tribal until the idol has been activated. So Xander has this idol and no vote. He just, he can't use the idol and he can't vote. He's, his hands are tied. Right. And so that actually uh, kind of lifts up one of my issues is like, what if there is a merge and nobody found the third idol or no one ever finds the other pieces of the idol? Does Xander not have a vote for the entire game? You know, it is, it is strange. And the other thing is when when you found this idol, it does give you it's like gives you the option. You you have to oh if you open this, you have to do what it says, and there are consequences. Right. Or well, you could just put it away and not look at what's here. 
it doesn't give you the option up front. It says, hey, this is an advantage, but it could come with uh, some negative uh, side effects, basically. It's not like it's like, here's what the deal is. Do you want to do it or not? It's like, yes, there's it a is. mystery. No, there is. It, it does allow you to put it away and not take the chance, is what really? I'm saying. Yes. He could have said, he, ha he was like, am I going to do this or am I not going to do this? Okay, fuck it. I'll do it. And then he opened and it, then he and opened found it and found out what it out. is. But you don't get to find out and then put it back. No, is what it, I'm saying. It gives you the option. So that's a that's yeah. their kind of thing throughout this. This choice thing seems to be another kind of overarching, like newness to this game. Because each after each competition, they also ask one the two people that the two teams that are on the top have the choice to then go. You can pick somebody to go to a separate part of the island and make this hike up a mountain, and then you have an opportunity to take a risk for your game or to pass on that risk. And that risk being uh, three people go up a mountain or two people go up a mountain, and they say, like, okay, would you like to risk your vote? And then if you want to risk your vote, that means if everybody risks their vote, all the votes stay the same. If one person risks their vote and the other person is conservative and saves their vote, the person that risks their vote gets two votes, and the person that was conservative to save their vote gets no votes for the next tribal council. Um, and so it's all about sort of choices, but they give you the choice. Like It's all about are you going to risk a little bit of your game to get a little bit of an advantage? Yes, but here's the thing with that. It's like they tell you what the deal is before you pick. With this immunity immunity idol with the hidden thing where it says like you found an advantage, but it also might come with a like a downside, that to me is like a false choice because no one playing Survivor is going to look at it and say, oh, it, it is an advantage, but it might have a downside. I'm not going to take it. No one's not going to open it. It's only after finding out the actual specific details would they maybe not pick it up. And honestly, Xander should have not picked it up because he already had two votes. Xander screwed. He had two votes. Now he has no votes. He has no votes. So... Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. I like kind of how the speed of the game, I like sort of how it's been played. I, I feel like we're already like in the thick of it because yeah. there's also less people on the tribes. Now that is something that I do like about the truncated season is that it feels like people just like jumped in and are running a marathon there's or running a sprint not a marathon <laughs> they're like going for it big time yeah and it is smaller tribes absolutely six person tribes mm -hmm. which i feel like is almost half than they normally have also there's rumors that instead of it being like your traditional 14 episode season that it's only 11 ah. episodes so probably 10 and then a, a live final or something what do you think of the cast are you liking these characters that we got i i so far there's a lot of people who are standing out as very interesting and entertaining specifically i think her name is evie the pastor um i like her a lot she wears overalls and green turtlenecks and I like her gameplay. In the beginning, the first episode, she was saying that when she is, she's playing the game the way I would play the game, which is just to tell everyone that you're on their side and say yes to every alliance. This is like, her name is like Shal or Shan. That's Shan. Oh. Evie has the glasses and she's playing an awesome game. Oh, okay. She's the one that's on the team that based that uh, voted. Xander. Yes, on yeah. the Xander team. Yeah, Shan is, is, is good. She went in and immediately made deals with everybody. Now, I will say this is the like downside 
side of Survivor or Big Brother that the challenge uh, you just don't have, which is that I don't know anyone's freaking name. I don't know who these people are. Well, actually, I don't know about that because last night when we were catching up on the challenge, we had a big talk about who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Still, there are people on this show who I'm like, who the who the fuck is that? <laughs> There's a woman on the show who Ashley, every time she comes up on the screen, Ashley's like, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I wish I knew who she was, what her name was, and who her partner was. <laughs> we figured out, though, last yeah, night. Her name, her name's Priscilla. Yes. Yeah, and she's Nelson's partner. But yeah, I have been confused <laughs> Every by time. Her. We're like, I don't know who that is, but she's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, uh, but she's making moves. Um, anyway, so to button up our little survivor chunk here, I I'm very excited to continue watching this season. I I'm uh, I don't have a favorite quite yet. I think if there's a merge that happens, I'll start sort of picking a favorite. I do like that guy Brad, who like yes. ran around the island just to kind of hide in a bush and close his eyes and listen to JD and uh, and Ricard mm -hmm. kind of talk. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I like Brad. Um, Brad's nuts, and I nuts. love it. And I like he's got it. a little bit of Tony energy in him. He does, but he also he also has he doesn't seem as smart as Tony. He doesn't, and he kind of reminds me. Oh, I wish I could remember that guy's name. The guy, the country guy who like dipped. Um, do you remember him? He he dipped. He came back. I think he might have been on a double chances. Anyway, that JT. I don't remember, but uh, Brad I like because when he was in the bush, he's like, when I'm hunting animals, they can sense when I'm looking at them. So while I eavesdrop on this conversation, I will close my eyes. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was so um, fun. I was a great fun. The show's been fun to watch. The show has been fun. That's the problem, not to bring it back to Big Brother, but there's so much points to Big Brother where I'm like, come on. It's like, a slog. It's just like another reset from Julie Chen. Like, yeah. geez Louise. So, um... Anywho, uh, I'm 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 loving Big Brother right. I mean, I'm I'm loving the 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 Survivor right now, and I, and I, it is my favorite show that we're watching, and I am watching the challenge. The challenge was really really fun the first couple of weeks. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I've lost a little bit of interest in it. I guess I don't really like the storylines and the characters they're following around right now. Like, it was all about the rookies last episode. Let's be honest, babe. Look down deep inside your heart. You know why the past two episodes have been fucking not so fun. Because they're Amber episodes? Because Fessy's gone. And Fessy no. was Oh, causing... I didn't like that. I didn't like... As much as we are not Fessy fans here, you know that I, I sort of... Am, oh, Actually, we're both Fessy fans for different reasons. Me, I like a good villain on my season. Ashley's got a boner for Fessy. Those are the two reasons. I think he's hot, and I like that he's just like makes a bunch of dumb game moves that piss everybody off. It's fun. It's entertaining. Yeah, I, I do not. I mean, the fact that he went home because he sh smushed Josh's face, his best friend. It's like, guys, let them just hash it out. Ridiculous. It's like, we really got to do that. I get it. I get it. And TJ shows up, and it's like, TJ's not even any fun anymore. I'm no. like, I want TJ out. TJ's a bummer. I want him out. He's a bummer during the uh, during the eliminations too. Like, yeah. there was like I watched like there was like a, a oh uh, I think I guess it was Priscilla. You know, spoiler alert, guys. All right, so pause the goddamn show if you haven't watched the challenge yet. It was came on days ago, but Priscilla is in the uh, elimination there, and uh, Priscilla wins in the elimination, and she beats uh, uh, what's it, Berna? Bettine. Oh yeah, Berna. Yeah. Berna and uh, whatever. But then she makes Huey. she makes a like uh, takes a shot at Ashley basically, and then takes Ashley's Ashley partner Mitchell. Josh. Yeah. 
while that's happening, it's like such an exciting, like crazy moment of the show. You look in the back of TJ, TJ's, and like as people are walking by and like Burn is leaving or whatever, like TJ's like just like in the clouds somewhere, just like trying to be like, let's go, it's cold. You know what I mean? It's just like TJ, get get get, get out of here, dude. But bring yeah. bring some bring Johnny Mosley back. I don't know what, but I'm just sick of TJ. I don't know why. I just don't. I don't think he's got it in him anymore for this game. I don't think he likes the fact that there's all these new players. He doesn't know. And he doesn't have the relationship with them anymore because of COVID. Yeah. Like he's clearly not able to see them ever. And it doesn't seem like he likes them. And really, this stood out to me at the beginning of the season when there was like the Huey, Amber, Corey, um, Michelle elimination. Corey L. and Michelle from Survivor went up against Amber B. and Huey. And Huey was just really, I mean, going above and beyond his paycheck to make that elimination so fun and so dramatic. And then at the end of it, TJ's like, and Huey, we do not tolerate that sort of behavior. And like giving them like a dressing down when it's like, that's the most fun thing that's happened in the past two, three episodes. TJ, you should be applauding it or at least just moving past it. You don't have to like make this weird thing where you're like chastising them like children encourage that behavior yeah seriously i mean they weren't fighting he was saying funny stuff well regardless of of tj bumming me out i think also i just didn't i haven't enjoyed the the storylines they're focusing on the because i i they're i guess now we're gonna start seeing some of the vet stuff but because of the way the vets are playing this game, they're like laying low and they don't have any problems up until I guess the end of the last episode. And so like, I'm just, it's one of these things where I'm like watching these people that I don't really know kind of fight for a spot on the show that I could care less which ones end up on the show. Like Berna, it's like, we don't, as Ashley mentioned a bunch while we're watching, like we really don't know why everybody hates Berna. We could put the pieces together. Okay. Number one, we have uh, CT, uh, her old partner saying that she was trying to do too much, do too much. Yeah, he just not kept, explaining, just saying do too much. Not until this episode, by the way, did he say that. The past couple of episodes, been everybody's been like, yeah, and TJ doesn't want to be partners with Berna, and then TJ's CT. like, CT, and then CT's like, yeah, I don't want to be partners with Berna. What's happening here is bad character edits. MTV has dropped the ball with these new people. We at first they made Berna seem like a sympathetic character and then they made her out to be like a a villain. I can't tell what they want us to think about her. It's odd. Same with Amber B to some degree. Like they're just showing us confessionals or interviews from people in the house being like Amber nobody likes Amber B. She's hard to be around, blah blah blah. And yet the edit is People, the fans are loving her. It's it's strange. Whatever they're doing is it feels chaotic. In both Amber B and Berna's situation, we saw uh, we saw the house pick on them, like bully them in in a small way. Yeah. Um. One, you know, Berna based on the uh, Ashley coming at her and calling her Bertha, uh, and then with. Amber, it's just basically with like the fact that Fessy was trying to fuck her over and everybody was like, whatever, like, and then that caused a huge rift between the Big Brother Alliance and all that stuff. And it, it seemed like they were being picked on in a way, those two characters. And then like in the, as the next two episodes unfolded, it was like, these people suck. Let's get them out of the house. And mm. it's just like, well, I thought those were like the underdogs we're fighting for mm. who, who we want to win. But then 
the heroes of the show are telling us that like, yeah, their energy sucks. We got to get them out of the house. Like, does their energy energy suck because they were being picked on or for other reasons that you're not telling us mm-hmm. what's going on? Yeah, you know? we have no idea. And they're not showing us if you're not going to if you're not going to have someone describe what's happening and why we shouldn't like them besides just saying we don't like them give us a scene let us see it so what i think the is the beauty ha- of television really what i think is happening with the burna what happened with the burna thing is i think that burna started hooking up with nelson and that was after uh you know ashley had sort of decided that she was going to be hooking up with nelson this season and ashley just went around and made fun of her and told everybody that burna's got to go home and ashley's got huge sway with the the vets on the show mm-hmm. and so including ct mm-hmm. and ct was like i don't want to be Berna's partner if she's the one that everybody fucking hates because ashley is just like ah oh, she shouldn't have never hooked up with nelson like that that's probably what ct is trying to say like listen she should have just stayed in her lane and played it really late laid really low because that's how i play this game i lay as low as i can possibly can until i can't any longer and then i gotta be ct and uh it, uh, Berna was not allowing that to happen because the spotlight was on her based on her romantic uh, escapades in the house with Nelson. So yeah. it, it seems like that was the story. They built that story up all the way up to the Bertha episode where we have uh, Ashley like like uh, picking a fight with Berna. And then the rest of the episodes, they didn't really talk about that, but they showed Berna like in eliminations, like went killing it and 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 just her being kind of sad about the fact that her friend threw her under the bus and stole she felt CT like an underdog and, but but then last episode it was just like verna's got to get out of here she stinks like we're like well hold on i thought she was like who we we're rooting for here are we it's, not we, we're rooting for her to go home now is that what's happening it's so, confusing it is confusing so the edit has lost me so far but it's a long season and 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 as i said before because of the thing that priscilla did you know priscilla pulls a really great move at the end of this kind of in spite of this uh, speech, this threatening speech Ashley gives at the deliberation. You know, uh, we get Priscilla saying, hey, uh, somebody out there kind of said something that was supposed to be sort of guiding words to the rookies, but it came off like a threat. I don't like threats, so what I'm going to do is pick Josh, which is which makes it so that there are no rookie-rookie teams on this. That means every team has a vet. Uh, and so that means next week a vet's got to go in, being thrown in by the house. So l- let the games begin. Great moment of television. I love it. It was. Uh, it did kind of bring me back in. And so I'm. I am hopeful for this Thursday that we are now going to see a little bit of the uh, vet, uh, vet on vet crime. Now, when you saw the what happened uh, in the next week on. I really like the idea here. And it does feel like it's his season, doesn't it? Wait, I didn't see the next week on. What happened? Well, we start to see, uh, what's his name? Um, Devin. Yeah. Devin is talking to somebody. Yeah. I forgot who it was. But he has now cornered a different part of the alliance. So now it's like, you got to have villains to fight against. If you have to throw a vet in and the truce is off and the games have begun. Yeah. You know, Devin playing kind of a big brother strategy game how do you corner the house like how do you divide the house in a way that's going to help you now it seems like his his game mode is i need to see some i need to see a vet win this game who's never won this game before and i hope that means someone takes a shot at ct because ct so far has just been under the radar and it's like no one benefits from a vet alliance like ct benefits from a vet alliance all these big guys that were in the house early could have taken ct out or tried to take ct out you have to get ct in an elimination at the beginning of the season you really really do so i hope that this you know 
know, Devin saying that is him rallying the house to take a shot at a threat like CT and not at like an old punching bag like Ashley Mitchell. Because I feel like that comes up with her a lot where they're like, we got to take her out, got to take her out. And it's like, Ashley Mitchell, I'm not sure she's been a threat for the past five seasons. So it's like... Why don't you take out the person that just won? She does put a target on her back, though. She's the reason why there now is no, you know, vet alliance because Priscilla directed her move at Ashley based on Ashley's speech she gave at deliberation. So, not that I wanted to want to see it happen, but I would say now all you need is a reason for a vote. You just need a little reason to vote somebody else out. That's a reason to put a vote. It is. It is, and I don't like that. And I'm just saying, get CT out of there. I just don't want him to, I don't want to watch him bulldoze another final. That's all. Yeah. I'm kind of interested in seeing CT like win, what win, the win. Heck? I am. I am. I love it. We talked about it when we watched the episode last night about how the fact that he he's in this puzzle elimination and he or this challenge and he wins again, like immediately throws a puzzle together before everybody else. And uh, it's just such an interesting fold in sort of the career of, uh, CT in this game where it's just he never was known for puzzles up until about five seasons ago yeah and now all of a sudden he's the puzzle god and it's just like he really is he's really good at it and uh it's just CT was all about brute strength you don't want to go up against CT he's a not he's a monster he's an animal he's a tank he's a machine it's like he'll also beat you up like he yeah. don't let him get drunk he you know he, he's a force to reckon <laughs> a, with but now he's puzzle man and yeah. uh, and I love that he's now puzzle man it's just such a fun sort of uh next chapter in sort of the career of CT so I am a CT fan until CT gets canceled for something that somebody says he did. But which, by the way, hasn't happened. You would think a guy like CT would be canceled. Not canceled. So uh, not canceled. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Listen, when we're talking about the edits that production is giving them, what do you think about the Amber B edit? Because like they are they are trying to make her unlikable. And I think I say that because you don't include so many interviews from castmates saying you don't like this one person if you don't want the fans to not like them. You're not going to put big T saying that Amber, you know, people don't like Amber and Amber's complains too much in there if you don't want the audience to not, not like Amber B. It seems like production is actively trying to get us not to like her and yet we all like her. I don't like her. You don't like Amber B? No, I do not like her. Wow, I do. Tell I, me why you don't like her. Uh, she just comes off as, I don't like her interviews uh, and she comes off with, this. she's got this chip on her shoulder. She's the winner. She won last year and then told in her post-game interview said she didn't want to play anymore. And then she wanted to play and the production wouldn't even let her play the game. She's an alternate. Yeah. The, the story is wrong. It's not, we're not like, oh, let's see if she can do it twice. I'm not interested in that. Uh, it just, they didn't tell me the story to make me feel like, can she do it? Also, not one person who talks shit about her in interviews or even to her face in the house in an aggressive way mentions, I don't want you in this house because you won last year. I do not want you winning twice. I want that. I should have won last year. You didn't deserve it. Okay, CT dragged your ass to the fucking final and won. Um, and No so, one's saying that. No one's saying it. You're right. But that's the game. Yeah. I want to hear game talk. I don't care about, oh, we were friends outside the season and we were in the Big Brother Alliance and we really don't have each other's back and all that. That's why Fessy don't like her. 
That's why Fessy's, Fessy's like, I should have fucking won. And this idiot who we fucking dragged through this whole game, who would not have been here, she was basically a rookie. I I don't know her from Big Brother. She's just a fucking big, there's a million Big Brother players here. I don't know them, but she's Big Brother, so she's my alliance. Fine. And then, boom, at the end, she wins the goddamn game out of nowhere because of a freak accident that happened to the team that was going to win. Say that. Don't just be like, oh, well, Amber's annoying. That's not what we're here for. We're here for the game. Yeah. Give us the game. Well, I like that she I like that she went toe to toe with Fessy at the beginning of that elimination when she was like when he voted her in and she was calling him out. Um, I like that she came out of that fired up. I like that she is having like a showmance. I wish she got a little bit more they attention. They don't show it at all. But it's like she's bringing stuff to the show and I'm enjoying it. I like what she's doing. I mean, the whole the the pizza thing was fun until Fessy got sent home, which we all hated. Um, Who do you blame more for that? Do you blame Amber B or do you blame Tori and Corey? I blame Fessy. You blame Fessy. Well, yeah. Fessy went home, so take yeah. it. But Fessy didn't start it. Right. It was Tori and Corey stoking some fires because they were bored in the well, house. Well, I blame Josh. I blame his reaction. Blame Josh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like holding people accountable for their reaction because, you know, Tori and Corey could have come and started that whole thing. And then Josh and Amber and uh, Fessy could have been like, eh, whatever. Right. Which Fessy really was kind of like, eh, whatever. But like Amber B was getting heated. But Josh especially was getting heated. Right, right, right. Yeah, so that's who I hold accountable. Yeah. This whole, like, Amanda, like, blaming Tori for that incident thing is lame. Um, I find that to be, like, uh, not a good look for Amanda, who I've always liked on this podcast. Rewind the tapes, boss. From the beginning, I've been a fan of Amanda Garcia. But I just, like, don't hold a woman accountable for a man's actions. Come on, Amanda. Come on. Come on, Amanda. Folks, that has been the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you liked our little reality roundup we did here. Um, If you want to hear about our feelings on the movie The Jungle Cruise and uh, Jumanji, uh, what's the subtitle? Welcome to the jungle, babe. I keep forgetting. (laughs) Uh, Go check our our final. uh, Oh, are we going to do... we're doing we're two doing, October We're doing one. two October yeah. Patreon episodes. I forgot about that. So, but our final episode of the uh, September Patreon episode is definitely a Dwayne The Rock Johnson competition. Uh, I think it was a lot of fun to record. I bet you like it. So get over there, patreon.com forward slash reality blows. Remember, you only have one more month to listen to all those apps. So get on over there. Uh, we thank you for being our listeners. You guys are great. We hope you have a nice week and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.